to the Ask Chris and Kate podcast, providing answers to your burning tennis questions. Wherever you're going on your tennis journey, we're here to help you get there. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 10 of the Ask Chris and Cade podcast, and I'm Chris. And this is Cade. And here we are, we're at the finals for the Australian Open 2021. Uh, We've been going through the predictions and we've made it to finals day, Cade. Yeah, we've, uh, it's been, it hasn't actually felt that long. It's gone by quite fast, even though most of the matches are at night, um, but anyway, yeah, we're here. Yeah, who's kidding? We're not watching matches yeah. at 2, 3, 4 a.m. in the morning. But, we you know, we love watching them before we go to bed and when we get up in the morning, right? Yeah. So uh, we may sneak in a, an early morning final to watch here for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so uh, I guess let's get into our predictions right away for the matches. And uh, we'll start. How about we start with the WTA today? Sure, we'll start with the WTA today. Uh, we'll go back to the, the semis to... Tell you guys what happened there if you guys didn't know the scores. So we had Brady and Muchova or Muhova, and they had a they had a three center. So Brady took that one six four three six six four. So I think we both predicted that one, correct? Yeah, yeah. We both predicted Brady. So she's into her very first final, and the most exciting match, in my opinion. Um, out of the men's and the women's semifinals was Serena and Naomi. What do you think about that? Um, well, back to Brady. Uh, as we predicted, I think her game was a little too big for Muhova, but she definitely gave her a run, and it was it was tight uh, there at moments, and Brady found a way to serve it out and not let... She had a couple break points there in that last game when Brady was serving 5-4 in the mm-hmm. third set. And she came up big, so that that's a that's a big big win to be able to do that. Uh, going and trying yeah. to serve out to get into your first ever Grand Slam final. Yeah. As far as the Osaka Williams match, uh, we actually watched that. Yeah, we, we stayed up a little late yeah. for that one, but and that was good to watch. Um, it was uh, you could really see how nervous Naomi was early on, uh, but her champion uh, heart and mind. Uh, she found a way to break through those nerves and I think pushed herself to to kind of get into that match in the third game, I think it was, of the first set. And basically steamrolled Serena from there. It was just too much mm-hmm. uh, on ground strokes, on serve, uh, return. And I think it really made Serena realize that this is probably the best shape she's been in and Naomi demolished her. Yeah, good point. Like... She looked really good. It's the best I've seen her since she's been back, like the last three or whatever so years. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I wasn't even really nervous when Serena went up 2-0 because I knew that Naomi wasn't on her game and she was probably nervous. You know, I can't imagine you're playing one of the greatest players of all time on the other side of the net, and you're the favorite. Yeah. So I think that was almost expected. I mean, who doesn't, who isn't nervous before a match? So when... You know, they were commentating saying, oh, she's nervous. Like, I didn't think it was that big of a surprise, and I knew she would probably find her game eventually. However, I didn't think she would come back and steamroller that big. Yeah. Um, and like you said, even though the scoreline, like, 6-3, 6-4, I, I don't think Serena could have done any better at all. No. And I, what, oh, sorry. Go I was just going to say, I think Naomi was just, like, put, in, put her in her place. Yeah. 
And basically, I think she's she's playing like she's number one in the world, in my opinion. Um, I don't think she, I think the number one deserves to be next to her name, not number three. Yeah, and when I one thing I did pick up on in the match, uh, and I I'm not sure what happens if Naomi wins this final, if she becomes one in the world, I don't know where they are in rankings. Uh, but in the match, her court position. Now everyone talks about her power and how she's so powerful on her forehand and backhand and the big serve. But one thing I noticed too is she's pretty tight to that baseline. She takes the ball early and and t- getting that power and her taking it early on the rise. That's that friggin deadly combo yeah and uh it definitely showed that in the match so going into this final match here with jen brady um versus uh naomi i'm gonna pick osaka uh i know they played in the u.s open semis last year and uh, they had a pretty tight match um and i i just think what i said earlier is that naomi's gonna take the ball early and she is powerful on both sides brady's it's it's gonna take away Brady's time and her big her big swings I'll call them Brady on her forehand uh, especially she's gonna run into some errors and the other part of it is Osaka is now that that champ she has that mind of a champion and she will find ways to win in the big moments and. I think we're going to see great things. Not, I mean, it's not. I mean, I guess not that there's not great things. Yeah, but I think Naomi is. She's only 23. She's playing for her fourth Grand Slam. If she can keep the right frame of mind going uh, over these years, we're going to see a lot of Grand Slams from Naomi. Yeah, I just she could catch fire here, and that would be like amazing to see. Yeah. So Um, I'm predicting Naomi in a two-setter. I'm going to say my pick right flat out because I actually picked Naomi. I didn't say in the podcast, but I have Naomi. From the beginning, but uh, so I'm sticking with Naomi, obviously, and I think this is actually a really good matchup for her um, because she's playing somebody. It's her first, their first Grand Slam final. Yeah. Um, Naomi's been in the situation. Um, we saw Pagula uh, put Brady under some stress in the quarters, um, and Brady was spraying a bit in that first set. And I think Naomi is just she's obviously a much better player than Pagula, in my opinion. So I think Naomi just has too many tricks and many tools yeah. for for Brady, and I think that's going to give her a lot of trouble, especially with the nerve she's going to have in her first slam final. Yeah, and I mean, Jen could prove us wrong. Like, she had a three-set match against Naomi at the U.S. Open in the semis. That's a big match too, right? Yeah. So, And she may have learned from that too, yeah. but I don't know. If you guys seen that match with Naomi and Serena, that was like... That was amazing. Yeah. And Serena did not play bad by any means. She said she made a lot of errors, and she did, but I believe that they were made from Naomi. Like Naomi's just, play. Yeah. yeah. You understand that as a player. Like, when a person or the player you're playing against on the other side of the net is just putting you under so much pressure, yeah, you're going to make errors, and you might start thinking you're having a bad day, but you got to give credit to the other person. Yeah, exactly. The There's yeah. been countless matches I've played, and, you know, I yeah I might not be a hundred percent, but I know I'm playing I'm pretty good. But the other guy is having a lights out day, yeah. and sometimes he just cannot do anything. Yeah. The way so as we've talked about in the past before, as a tennis player, I mean you're gonna lose 
between, you know, if you win 55% of the points in a match, you're doing really well. Yeah. Right. So especially at this high level. So uh, anyway, um, we're picking Naomi and uh, yeah, let's move on to the ATP. So ATP here. We've got the, uh, oh, we've got know, the Joker versus yeah. the Russian minister, Daniel Medvedev. <laughs> uh I'll keep going here, Kate, a little yeah, bit on this ahead. one. Uh, so the Daniel Medvedev, or Daniil, um, I, as mentioned, had him as my pick from day one. Actually, I think I had him, I, I said to Cade, even before the ATP Cup started, that I thought he mm-hmm. was going to win the Aussie Open. You went way back. Yeah, so oh, I, uh, I still believe that. Um, he has looked fantastic. Uh, the way he can put his body in positions and get balls and put balls back, quality balls back from uh, really awkward positions. It's unlike anybody in the well, world. Well, it's it's like Djokovic almost. Yeah. Um, he he just doesn't look as good as Djokovic doing it. And um, I think, uh, you know, Daniil's had a really good record against Djokovic. I think Djokovic leads the head-to-head 4-3, to three, but Daniil beat him at the... Uh, the last four times yeah. he's won... Is it the last four times? Uh, yeah, I believe it. Uh, out of the last four times well, they've played, he's Djokovic won beat him in the 2020 uh, ATP Cup. Yeah. Um, but Daniil beat him in the Masters in Cincinnati, beat him at the Nito ATP Finals last year, and also beat him in Monte Carlo. And then they played at the Aussie Open in 2019, and Daniil took it out of him. Yeah. Took it out of Djokovic. I know Djokovic won, but. I think Djokovic was very happy that match ended in four sets because I think he would have died if it went by. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think Daniil is going to keep with that sort of theory and try to make Novak play, especially with the injury questions earlier on in the tournament for Novak. Um, I think I think this could go five sets. And when you watch Daniil, he's very confident in himself, his play. He doesn't care what anyone thinks. He might not have the prettiest technique, but he knows that he knows how to play this game and he can find solutions and he's quite confident and he knows Novak has all the pressure. Novak's chasing Roger and Rafa. Novak's won on this court eight times in a row when he's gotten here in a final. Mm -hmm. The pressure's on and uh, Daniil's going to go out there and have a great time and I think he's going to take his first ever Grand Slam. Yep. Um, Unlike you, I had Rafi. from the first round, and I, I well, I picked him. Remember, we talked about it. I picked him before ATP Cup too. Yeah. Um, and wasn't a bad choice. Right? No, it wasn't yeah. a bad choice. Yeah. I mean, he was not feeling great in the quarters, but he lost to Stefanos. Yeah. Um, but as soon as he went out, and I kind of I lean towards Medvedev, but I don't like taking your pick. But <laughs> it's all right. I I I as soon as Rafa lost, he was my next one. But I really did think Rafa was going to win, but he's yeah. not going to. So I'm st- still sticking with Medvedev like I have ever since, well, for the last two rounds. Um, I just think that for Medvedev to... I know we said he might have a tough time against Stefanos, and Stefanos could have been tired, but six four six two seven five. I think that's just that's a steamroll. For a semifinal. Yeah. And now Pass could have been a bit tired. Yeah. Um, as we talked about, there was a lot of motion, emotion that came, that came from out that, of the Rafa Rafa match. match. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's just going to make you tired in itself, let alone playing five sets against Rafa. 
Um, so, I mean, but he's looked really good, Medvedev. I mean, he defeated Rublev, who had, you know, wow, like easily as yeah. well, too. The, the match that intrigues me that I go back to is Djokovic versus Zverev. And Zverev plays very similar to Medvedev, except Medvedev is about 25% better, 30% better than how Zverev plays, I find. Like, he's got a big serve. Mm -hmm. He moves well on both sides, has a really good backhand. If he has to come to the net, it works. Yeah, uh, might not look pretty. So I think that tells me that Djokovic is uh, right for the picking right now as far as like someone like that and i think that's why i'm picking back going yeah. back i'm picking danielle um so anyway that's uh i think it's gonna be a four or five set match yeah i don't know you're just taking words out of my mouth here yeah. like he's nailing everything here i don't really have much more to say other than you know i think you're right on this Verab novak thing um i mean that was a close close four setter and novak was happy when that was over yeah. i think and I don't know. I think this is uh, Daniel's time. Um, I think he he will win multiple slams. Yeah. And I think this will be his first one. And he's going to get a nice check, $2.75 million. Not bad. Not bad, not bad. So yeah. I think, yeah. No, so you're going with yeah. Daniel, yeah. and he's going to get the big check. But the one yeah. thing I'd like to add, too, is, and I know we talk about UTR every once in a while, but if you look at UTR, the three-month trend, Daniil is the fourth-ranked player on the ATP Tour right now when you look at the rankings. However, the three-month trend, he actually has the highest UTR, which is a 15.98. That's unbelievable. And Djokovic has a 15.78 uh, UTR. So if you're looking at UTR right now, Djokovic is actually – or sorry – Medvedev is playing better than Djokovic. Now, I know UTR isn't the be-all, end-all, but I tell you, it's a really good algorithm to use when you're it's looking at matches. So, it's so good. Yeah. Like It's like on point. Like If you play, uh, like let's say you have a 5 UTR and a 5 UTR, it's going to be really close. Or if yeah. it's a 15 and a 15, it's going to be really close. So, yeah. And I mean, when you get to the level that these guys play at, like 0.23 and 0.4 isn't that big of a difference. It's not that big, but... It's it a, it's a a good to see it's yeah. good to see who's playing well. It gives yeah, you a good exactly. uh, a good idea of who's on their game at this time. Yeah. So So there you have it. Um are we going to chat a little bit about it? Yeah, our, I'd yeah. like to just I don't know if I'm going to give my predictions cuz I'm not a double specialist by any means as far as the predictions. Um but I think we just want to fill you guys in on the dubs action. So we'll start with the doubles final, we have Ram and Salisbury versus Dodic and Pulaski. Um, both those teams are slam champs, I believe. Um, Ram is also in the mixed doubles final, too. So that's interesting. He's been hot. He, like, like the last five years? Or years. Well, I was going to say the last year and a bit or whatever. I, I, it seems like he's always in the semis or the finals of yeah. all these big events, mixed and dubs. And... Uh, it looks like they took out Jamie Murray yeah, in the I semis. I watched those highlights this morning. They were they were very good. Yeah, that would have been a good match. Um, I mean, I don't, I haven't watched a ton of the doubles play. However, I have seen Ram play lately, and his partner looks very solid as well, Salisbury. Yeah. And they're playing Dodic and Palasic. Palasic. Yeah, Dodic's yeah. won plenty. Yeah. I believe of doubles. Um, and I, I, he must be 
freaking old. <laughs> He's been playing forever. Yeah. Um, but if I had to make my doubles prediction, I would say Ram. Yeah, I'm going with him as well, too. I mean, he might be a little bit tired since he's in both finals, but um, yeah. I don't know much on Salisbury, but I just think they're going to they're gonna take it for the men's. And the women's actually already happened yesterday. It was a Krajewicz. Kreid- Krajipakova and Sinkova versus Mertens and Sablanka. Yeah, so the two and the two versus the three seeds in that event. Um, I think that's Mertens and Sablanka. That's their second dub yes, slam. Yes, it, it is. Very uh, impressive. Good team, and I, I, it makes sense to me. I didn't see the highlights, but I think if you have Sablanka on your team with a quality player like Mertens, who's very consistent and steady and good at the net. She's going to be throwing big serves up, and they're going to get easy balls off yeah. returns to mm-hmm. put away or volley at the net. Uh, Mertens is very steady, consistent. Uh, it's great to see, actually, these high-level singles players playing in exactly. events like this. Um, uh, I love it. I mean, I feel a little bit bad for some of the doubles specialists that maybe would make money in doubles tournaments yeah. and have these singles players taking some of their the piece of their pie, but I think it's great for tennis, and I, I, it obviously makes sense for the players and singles to play doubles because I think it totally helps their game. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think it. I I don't know if I would feel bad. Like I think it's impressive that they're that they're able to complete compete. Sorry, at uh, that high of a level in doubles. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's cool that these singles players are doing well. So impressive for them. They were the champs. That was last night. So how about uh, I'm going to predict Mertens and Sablanka win the title? <laughs> I was like, what are you saying yeah. there? Um, so yeah, they won yesterday. And last but not least, we have the mixed final. Stozier and oh. Ebden versus Ram and Krajakova, who was in the other, who was in the women's. Yeah. So that's really impressive. So one of the mixed teams was in the double, men's and women's doubles final. Yeah. And they're and, playing the wild card, Sam Stozer and uh, Mark Eb- Matt or Mark Ebden. 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 I just want to give a little bit of background on um, uh, Sam Stozer. She has won like multiple doubles Grand Slams, and I did not know that at yeah. all. Um, I think she has one, two, three, four double slams in three mixed slams wow way to go sam and she also won her u.s open single so yeah. that's quite impressive she still seems to be killing it here in uh, 2021 at uh, 36 years old and they're wild cards but guess what i'm taking the wild cards uh, to yeah. win this i think they're gonna have the fans behind them there they're the only the fans Aussies. are back remember yeah. that for for the semis and the finals the fans were back yeah so, so they're the only aussies uh uh in the finals of any event right now so the fans are going to be pumped up to cheer them on they're going to feel that kind of push and help from the fans and they're going to take this final i think you're right actually um I'm not near as confident in my doubles predictions as my singles. Little disclaimer there. Um, but I actually think you're right since their opponents might be a little bit tired um, since they had to do this, uh, the women's and men's singles final. So these guys are probably pretty fresh. Um, I'll take them as well. So, so there you have it. Uh, our predictions for the finals. 
Um, we really appreciate uh, all the listeners listening in and commenting uh, on the different platforms. Through both, for the yeah. whole two weeks. Yeah. Um, so if you have any uh, comments with our predictions for the finals, definitely let us know. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at MPTennisNB, on Facebook at MPTennisNB. And check out our website at mptennis.ca. We really appreciate uh, all of you listening and reading and watching our videos yeah. on YouTube and commenting. And we're having a blast talking tennis and sharing our, our tennis uh, tennis minds. Tennis mind, yeah. uh, our little knowledge and everything else. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. And we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>